on to the John Cartman Robot Show. I'm your host, Desi. Desi is dead, Robinson, with the best co-host ever, Christian the Demon Lama writer, Ventura. What'd he do, everybody? Oh, man. Um, the phlegm is back. Son of a bitch. <laughs> like, what? honestly, I don't. I still don't understand, like, why Derry does that to people, like, all the phlegm. I'd rather have phlegm than a fucked up bowels. Good point. Because <laughs> FYI, not every black person is lactose intolerant. Just, but just a lot of people in general are lactose intolerant more than they realize. Oh yeah, I have a friend um, who cannot eat horchata ice cream. Oh poor thing. <laughs> oh damn! I should have bought some horchata ice cream before. Damn! <laughs> All right, I did that to myself. I actually want some horchata ice cream oh, with some. Uh, some chocolate um, syrup on top, a little bit of pecans, some Oreos. Oh, oh god, that all sounds so good. I do have like at least some like hot fudge and a little bit of ice cream left in the fridge. I think I might attack that later. Oh, oh no, there was this one. Uh, it's called Da Vinci's ice cream. They had Mexican chocolate and horchata ice cream. Oh, oh my god. Oh my. If you want flavor, they were so good. They well, that's seasonal. Um, Mexican uh, Mexican chocolate ice cream is seasonal, but horchata ice cream has become a year-round flavor. You know, sometimes I really do love living in California. Oh yeah, (laughs) like they literally took vanilla off and kept horchata, (sighs) and then people started bitching, and now they brought vanilla back. It's like, fine, fine, for all the rest of you, Vanilla. I don't know, basic bitches. <laughs> it's another hot day in California. There's fires still going around, but air is clearing up, but it clear, won't be cleared up until at least the end of the year. Wonder Woman has been pushed back, which is obvious. Um, yeah, right there. What else? She-Hawk was cast. Right. Um, we are some now. This is a rumor. Let me jump right into it. This is a rumor. It's not confirmed. Two big rumors. This we didn't mention this on the last show. Um, rumor warning, right now. Rumor warning. Rumor warning. And when I found out who spread these rumors, oh fuck yes, it's a fucking rumor. We got this covered. Fuck you guys. All right. So Via Batella is rumored to be playing Zatanna. And Justice League Dark, the TV series for HBO Max. That is a huge fucking rumor. Now, huh. do I would lo- would I love to see more Sophia Batilla? You got damn right. That would be awesome, honestly. I I really do like her as an actress. There was oh, I forgot the name of this fucking movie she did. Um, it's a dance movie, and she is a dancer. Just Jesus Christ. Whew. I'll be damned. But. Um, Hotel Artemis is my favorite movie with her in it. I still haven't seen The Mummy. Tom Cruise, The Mummy. I'm not. Wasn't, I'm a, she, wasn't she also in Kingsman? She was in Kingsman. That was her first big American movie role. role. Yeah, that's where I remember her like mainly from. So that was actually her first American movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not know that. Okay, cool. She and then she was great movie. in Atomic Blonde, too. I still haven't seen it. Everybody keeps on talking about the, the lesbian scene between her and uh, Charlie Theron. Look, I haven't seen I mean, the movie. Not what I was referring to, but I, I will not uh, disagree. 
I'm like, I haven't seen it. I only seen. You wanna know how many minutes I've seen of Atomic Bar? How many? Five minutes. Why? <laughs> Why only five saying, minutes? Because someone said this was boring. Turn it off. <laughs> I was out, I was outvoted. I was like, she literally just fucked this dude throat up with a punch. You saying that's boring? Like what? Charlie Theron is this generation's ass kicker. Yes, very she, much so. She took the reins for Angelina Jolie. Like she is the current she is the current times version of that, yes. And a much more improved version if I might add honestly. Well, you don't like Angelina Jolie? No, it's honestly I only say improved in the way that uh, action storytelling has developed uh, since the days that uh, Angelina Jolie was acting in action movies. Okay. Well, now Angelina Jolie is going to be back in action with The Internals, which will be out next year. Very true, very true. That one is not a rumor, right? That is not... She's on a poster already. She's been exactly. Like, she was I'm just five. confirming. I'm just confirming and covering our bases, man. Have you <laughs> seen uh, Sima Hayek's Instagram post? No, I haven't. Oof. Mm. She said, "I'm 54 and I still look good." You goddamn right, Miss uh, Hayek. You, you, you go. You know. You, you go. You go, girl. You go. Being the leader of the Eternals at that. I'm still shocked. Sam Hayek and Angelina Jolie in a Marvel movie. Like I really can't believe that either. It's like it's like so it's like seeing Stallone in Guardians of the Galaxy too. Like motherfucker, Sylvester Stallone is in a MCU movie, and he's an established Marvel character at that. Holy fuck! And it is rumored that he's returning to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three with a more substantial role. So it's like. It's, it, it's boggles the mind like you, you, you peg these actors not joining and they're going to be joining yeah it's like these are not the actors I would imagine being in this uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe but now that it's at this level it's like I get it I'm just still kind of in disbelief I know um, but back on to the rumor mail now this one I don't trust it it's been going on for the last three days. People are talking about it. I'm not. This is. It's a rumor. Um, I think it's dog shit. Because if Henry Cable don't talk about it, it ain't real. I'm going from the man himself. He, okay. He's only been talking. Him and Jason Momoa has been going back and forth between The Witcher. So which means Jason Momoa is confirmed to be playing The Witcher, the very first Witcher. So that's it's you. You don't go back and forth with Witcher memes. If, if it's not confirmed, I mean, come, <laughs> on, come on, come on. And he's only he's been promoting the Sherlock uh, Enola Holmes uh, movie that'll be coming out. It looks like you look good. You make Mycroft look like the asshole. You make Sherlock look like the good guy. Like yeah, you, you see Sherlock like I'm just tagging along so I can see Mycroft flip his bitch just because our sister won't fall in line. I like that. <laughs> there was a legit scene. Um. Sam Kaplan, I think he's playing Mycroft. He's literally flipping the bitch, and he, Sherlock is just sitting there laughing under the tree. <laughs> nice. Like, he don't give a fuck. I honestly really like that dynamic when I see it played out in other in other versions. Yeah, because he did say his Sherlock is totally different from every everybody else's Sherlock. 
Like apparently right. this Sherlock, like this Sherlock is before the Sherlock that we all know. So like, oh like, okay, if if we ever get a Sherlock movie with Henry Cable, his attitude would be a hundred percent different. <laughs> Probably, but Superman. It's rumored that he signed a three picture deal that does not include cameos, but he has his choice of what movies to cameo in. Okay. Here's the thing. Bullshit. Because Warner Brothers, if that was true, they had DC Fandom on the 12th, and they had DC Fandom last month. In between those times, they could have said Superman. They did not. The only thing Superman related that came out is the Tyler Hoechlin um, and Betsy Tullock Superman series that will be on CW next year. Yeah, does does this rumor have any base, is my question? No, because none of the big news outlets are talking about it. And I just, like I said, Henry Cable is not talking about it. He's only talking about The Witcher. Like, okay, so right, right now it seems like there's literally nothing behind it. Yeah. No, oh, and he's talking about Cyberpunk also. I mean, come on, this is going to happen. Yeah, of course. I mean, like, it's Henry Cable. He's a gamer like the rest of us. I mean, he built that PC. I wonder if that thing can... I wonder if he built a PC so that way he could run a fucking new game. Speaking of, speaking of, if he could run a new game, Cyberpunk 27.7 had a Nightwire this past week. So you see, 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 the, see the transition we did? Yeah, you see what I did there? You see what I did? That transition right there. So <laughs> they officially talked about the PC requirements for Cyberpunk 27.7. Get ready. In the words of Samuel Jackson, Jurassic Park, hold on to your butts. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> God, I don't know if I'm ready for this, or at least my wallet. All right. Cyberpunk 27.7 PC requirements. This is just the minimum. So, the minimum, you need to have an OS of 64-bit Windows 7 or 64-bit Windows 10. Direct X version, Direct X 12. Processor needs to be in core, um, Intel Core i5 357k or AMD FX 8310. Your memory should be at least 8 gigs. The graphics card should be in um, NVIDIA um, GeForce GXT 783 gigs or AMD Radon RX um, 470. Your storage should be a hard drive of 70 gigs, or you can have a solid state drive for a minimum, as the minimum, as is recommended. 70 gigabyte solid state drive is recommended, but you, well, can, you can, but you can also have a 70 gig, at least enough room for the. Uh, the game is going to be 70 gigs, which is not a lot if you have a good solid state drive or a hard drive. But still, that's the minimum. You ready for the rec- um, for the recommended? Yeah, because the minimum right now actually doesn't seem that unreasonable. That sounds like a mid-level PC. Hello, that's me. <laughs> Am I gonna play it on PC? Fuck no. <laughs> I'm gonna get me the console and make sure I can run that shit at 4K. Now, right off the bat, before we go into the recommended, I know you'll be like PC Master Race. Yes. But if it's games that were specifically, made, I feel, made for the console, I'm going towards the console. If anyone who knows me personally knows, I've been playing nothing but indie games on my PC. 
Yeah, my, my PC is normally indie games too, yeah. Minus Sims 4 and Sims 3. But, because those games are meant for the fucking PC. I don't like playing... the Like, Sims 4 is the first time ever in the history of Sims games on console where everything that was released on the PC is now available for console, which is a first like holy shit like you could play the Star Wars DLC if you want to on the PS4 or the Xbox um, Xbox One damn but it's going to be on the PC first for about a, a week and then it's coming out for the console which, uh, no it's actually uh, multi-call uh, multi-released which is like what the fuck is going on here oh my god <laughs> um, and then on top of that if you have EA Play and Xbox Game Pass a huge discount of savings right there. So, that's just that. Now, the recommended settings. You need to have a 64-bit Windows 10, um, a DirectX 12, Encore i7-4790, um, or AMD Ryzen 3 3200G. Memory of 12 gigs, graphics card, the NVIDIA GeForce GXT X, um, 1066 gig or an AMD Radon R9 Fury and a solid state drive of 70 gigs. Okay. Gotta upgrade my goddamn PC! Oh, yes. So you want the full... Sc- and then plus, here's the thing. Make sure you're... Even if you have these settings, you have all this already in your PC, make sure you're using your monitor to its... It, Full potential. Because you could be sitting there and be like, this game looks mediocre. But if you're one setting off, it's your monitor. It's not It's not the PC. It's your monitor. Check your monitor settings. That's that is that's what I learned. Yep. Especially okay. if you have any mid-grade monitor or up, most of them have good controller software. For the most part, there's a standardized version of it. And you can tweak your settings on it. And I recommend you do because it's factory shit is shit yep um once again if you don't know cyberpunk 2077 will launch november 19th for the pc ps4 ps5 xbox one xbox series x xbox series xx monolith whatever actually we no longer can no longer call it the monolith because they just recently showed the xbox series x and xbox series s and totally two totally different consoles. One looked like the fucking PS2. One was looked like the fucking monolith. We can um, still refer to the large the we could still refer to the regular Series X as the monolith, and the other one can be the mini lith. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> now that we're on to the Xbox. Do, 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 do. No copy. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> It will release November 10th for $500. This is going to be the Monolith, which will be $500. But, which is, I think, very surprising for a next-gen console, the Series S is going to be over $300. Yeah, that's surprisingly affordable for an entry on that $299. And on top of that, we're going to call... We're just going to call it the Xbox S. Do you want to know why? Why? I have an iPhone. And if you say oh, God. Series S real quick without pacing yourself, it's going to sound like Siri. Who and once again, my, fan, my phone just went off because I said that. 
And I wonder how many people listening you just did that to also. Oh, this, this just happened, this happened to me the other day. I was watching um, SCN Live, and the fucking host, Christian Harloff, I hope this gets to him, um, very loudly was yelling, Hey, Siri, turn on the heat. And then... <laughs> and um, my phone picked up the audio for my damn TV. Yeah, that happens to me all the time with my Alexa now. Oh, he, oh then I'm not going to show you the clip because he also yelled, Hey, Alexa. Oh, I muted it. For now, <laughs> but uh, I I mute it for the for the recordings just in case it picks up anything. But uh, but yeah, that happens to me a lot now, and it's always annoying, especially when people are like doing shit that it's like I don't need that in my search history. Yeah. Um. Now everybody's saying the this is the most powerful. This is powerful. It's more powerful than the PS5, the Series S, and I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> the Xbox monolith is powerful than a PS5. The Series S is not is not ten is nope. apparently 4K capable, but the specs on the shit is not it's nothing compa- like between the Actually PS4. I I heard that it wasn't 4K capable specifically. Well, I heard it was supposed to go up to 1440. There you go cuz I have it up right here. You're right. Yeah, the 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 S version is not even 4K compatible, which is fine. It's just, it's like, oh, okay, now we understand there's going to be two tier levels on this, where it's like, you can play the same games, but you're definitely not going to get the same hardware experience. Yeah, so I'm like, I might as well just get a fucking PS5 and an Xbox Monolith. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, I, if a, you have the money for it, that makes sense. If you don't already have the original Xbox, and you're, and you want to get a console to start playing and shit, I get why that exists, but I don't think that companies are going to be doing much. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think that pretty soon companies are going to stop making like the lower model, like as they come out with a, with a new device. You know what I mean? I think, um, no, I think cause I don't think honestly the sales reflect enough for them to like justify making two separate consoles at different tiers that do that deliver the same game. Well, here's the thing though. The pre-orders for the Xbox are not up yet, but the PlayStation though, whoo, Y'all oh up. yeah, y'all, y'all pulled a what year? What year was that? Was it 2010 when Phil Spencer came out and talked about the specs for the Xbox One, and they have and did tell so tell the price and we have that the years of memes of him just looking kind of defeated because everybody was like there was barely any claps. Yeah. Now this is PlayStation's level of that buck up. They're like pre-orders and fucking people are not. <laughs> I miss Jack Tritton. God damn it. And if you don't know who he is, he was over the US division of Sony PlayStation. He's been with the company before I was even born. That's how long he's been there. And he retired earlier this year. We did an episode on that. Mm-hmm. And you can tell this console generation is a reflection of how fucked the PlayStation is going to be right off the bat without Jack Tritton. Like, is it sad that we're already starting to see the formative layers of who won the console war before the, the consoles are out again? Here's the thing. It though. happens every time. Here's the thing, though. Nobody won in my book. I don't think so. I think we... <laughs> I think, unfortunately, like a lot of things that are going to be voted on in 2020, um, it's more like there's a clear loser and a, I guess, choice. Here's the thing, though. The U.S., we're the clear losers. We're right off the bat. In terms of gamers, 
Um, here's my reason why I don't feel neither one won the con this console war right off the bat. Majority of the fucking games will not be out till 2021 up to 2022. The confirmed games for the PlayStation would be Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Grand Theft Auto V, Godfall, um, Nintendo, whatever the fuck they're working on, Xbox, the only reason why they technically are winning, Game Pass. Game Pass will provide a lot of content for people to be able to play the second they get their consoles. And, and if you do the old model, PS5 coming out and then waiting months for games, and, uh, you're going to get shredded. I'm about to say something very, very controversial. Okay. Very controversial. Now, people are complaining about the PlayStation that have backwards capability. Oh, Lord, let me begin to clutch my pearls. Now, if you still own a PlayStation 1, a PS2, and a PS3, and by this point, when it gets to November, a PS4, what the fuck are you bitching about backwards capability? It makes no fucking sense. We, we, it's the only reason I don't ever like put a stake in that fight, just because I do keep my consoles. We are supposed to be advancing in technology. Why the fuck y'all want to regress back? Game Game Pass is already doing that for you for the Xbox. If you really want to play, majority of the fucking games that y'all want to play that's on the PlayStation is on Game Pass right now. Like what the fuck? Yeah, and the, yes, the one thing PlayStation has is PlayStation Now. And they're not putting... I can make any argument. Yeah, they're fucking up by not putting none of the PS1, 2, 3. Miss the majority of their PS now has PS4 games, but not 3, 2, and 1. Yes. Yeah, that's like legit the only reason I don't have PS now. So, shut the fuck up. I have a PS3. If I, if I feel like playing Scott Perlman, I turn my PS3 on. Yes, I'm one of the few people who still has this goddamn copy of, of Scott Program on the, on the last gen console. Not for long. Well, it'll be out with the re, it's the remaster. But then I have a problem with the people's. Now, we'll get to Scott Program in a minute. Now, Kingdoms of Marmalore. The remake is out. Well, the remaster is out. Oh my god. And my brother has it. Oh, yeah? That pisses me off. You want to know why he bitches about Kenan's Bombalore? He trashed on Kenan's Bombalore. And you know he had the fucking gall to pay the, for the collector's edition of Kenan's Bombalore. I'm wow. the only motherfucker in this house who talks about that game at length. I did a whole episode where I'm saying the majority of the, the you can put in a good 300 hours on Kenan's Bombalore. Yeah. Now you have an expansion that will be out for it. First thing January. <sighs> That's a side thing. But back to backwards capability. Yeah. <laughs> this console now they recently PlayStation came out. And speaking of PlayStation, this is their official <laughs> statement of their fuck up. Since um we technically brought it up. Let's be honest, PS5 pre-orders could have been a lot smoother. We truly apologize for that. Over the next few days, we will release more PS5 consoles for pre-order. Retailers will share more details. And more PS5s will be available throughout the rest of this year. Yeah, because you know, you know what it felt like, honestly? Because mm. when I read when the pre-orders were coming out, it felt like a footnote. Mm -hmm. It was just like, oh, hey, look. Hey, we just showed you what the price is. This is what the box looks like. Now go get it. Yep. 
That's honestly kind of what it felt like. And it was just like, uh, you haven't convinced me to buy this console yet. Just knowing how much it costs is not enough to make me want to go run out and get a pre-order. Especially when I know that your competition is already promising to have games by the time I get the console in my house, hopefully by the end of the year. Well, you got all these people on the dick that is Sony. That's why, and I said what I said. Um, so calm the, fuck, calm the fuck down. There'll be more PS5s for the rest of the year. They ain't stupid. Both Microsoft and Sony have payment plans. Like, yep. like there's payment plans. So you're going to get a fucking console. And I already know, you motherfuckers who's on uh, unemployment, who's milking the shit out of unemployment, knowing for what, I can never use it. You gonna, I know, all these motherfuckers gonna drop 1300 large for the Xbox and PS5. <laughs> Am I butthurt? No. This is the first time in console, in a new console generation history. Am I butthurt? I'm annoyed. Like, See, the, the funny thing that I uh, I was wondering the other day about, like, how people are, like, vehemently defending PS4 and being like, oh, but the PS5 is going to be better because look at how sick the PS4 is, right? Yeah. It's like, well, remember, a lot of those dude bros that are talking about PS4 right now were the same guys that were praising Xbox 360 in the last generation before that. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, look, 360 so much better. PS3 only has the exclusives and this and that. I didn't forget, and then as soon as PS4 started going better in sales and it started offering uh, more intercompatibility and it had stuff at launch, bam, PS4 won that race. And then now it's just going to flip again. So it's like, well, you got to stay brand loyal. Nah, screw the brand loyalty, dude. Get what you think you're going to have fun with. That's the thing. Essentially, get that dick out your mouth. Right? <laughs> that's why, That's why. like, when, when people bring up, like, oh, PC Master Race and all that, it's like... Don't you play PC? It's like, yeah, I play PC for a lot of things, but I like I'm not even PC Master Race. I just like games, man. I, know. I like games in different in different forms. I want to play it on console, I want to play it on my PC, on my phone. I just like shit, man. I know cuz it's like when you get to a no there's actually no I, I take that. I was whatever I'm going to say, I take that. 100%. <laughs> um I was going to um no. Let me collect my thoughts. Being someone who has played both an Xbox, a PlayStation, and Nintendo, growing up playing it when Nintendo, Atari, and Sega was the norm. So this is before Microsoft, before PlayStation, and then yeah. now in, in in this my part of my life playing PC games. Consoles is just fucking consoles by this point. You have I can yes we have all these parts that we have to make sure the PC needs to be upkept, like. The price of getting a new TV and a console, I can get at least three to four parts to upgrade my PC that I have right now. And just to make sure that the CPU actually is compatible to these parts. Yeah. So I'd rather spend the money on that than knowing full well, in order for, and on top of that, not everyone has a 4K TV. Knowing that they are super affordable. Now, look, we have mentioned before numerous times, they are super affordable. Yeah, I'm I'm literally looking at one right now, hopefully to upgrade before the consoles come up. Like le- like legit, you're gonna have people dropping at least twelve hundred. That's five hundred that's five hundred and twenty nine dollars. Trust. You go no. Let me take that back. Five hundred and sixty dollars, because nobody's you're not gonna buy the console without a console warranty. 
So you're looking at five, looking five sixty there. Not to mention games, controllers, the peripherals to go with the fucking controllers and the goddamn system. On top of that, you're gonna be spending three to four hundred dollars on a new 4K TV, and that was not forget the um the cables for your TV to be the pro- stream properly from your console to your TV properly. You're looking at a good twelve hundred dollars, twelve to thirteen hundred dollars. If you're going the full setup route, yeah, you're going the full setup route. So I'll wait <laughs> because speaking of tangents, Spider Man will be on the PS4, and no, not Peter Parker Spider Man, Miles Morales. This is coming for the PlayStation blog themselves. Dun, 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 dun. And have you seen the demo trailer? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, wait. The demo trailer, the newer one. Mm-hmm. Holy It will get you hyped. Ooh. I mean, it is like so fucking hyped. And when you see Miles, I can see why. It's a PS5 exclusive because look at the boys line up. That's some. That's, oh that's, no, I saw at least that. I shit you not, I saw that. That's some sharp edges, like that barber. Yeah. When you get a black bar, a black or a Cuban barber, you you your lineup is going to be crisp, clean as Miles is clean. His haircut game is strong, and that's off the fucking PS5. Like, holy fucking shit. Like, I need to make sure that I look at his lineup in the best possible quality. <laughs> so, here it is. Uh, Marvel Spider-Man, uh, Mar- uh, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales will be arriving both on the PS4 and PS5. Now, this will be the first time, because normally if you play a game on the last gen, it's significantly, significantly downgraded to like to compare I played I forgot fuck what game I played on the PS3 and it was more bigger and fucking open on the PS4 um, um not Grand Theft Auto no Grand no Grand Theft Auto yeah Grand Theft Auto Grand Theft Auto was a known offender um it like this um uh, and then even on the PS2 um, to the PS3 Rockstar is known to give you the bare minimum on one console, and when you finally make the jump, it's all fucking there. Yeah. Like, you sons of fucking bitches. <laughs> um, Ultimate Alliance was on... Ultimate Alliance 2 was on the PS2 before it jumped to the PS3. Uh, Ultimate mm-hmm. Alliance 2. And then, significantly, all the characters, I'm like... Cocksuckers. Um... So this is gonna I'm I'm indifferent on um this on um Miles on the PS4. If it looks like Marvel Spider Man but with everything onto it for the PS4, I'm all I'm I'm set. Um but the standard edition will be forty nine ninety nine. Okay. Which is Wow. Yeah. That's cheaper than normal. Like for a brand spanking new AAA. Oh yeah. Now that what? is that is just. Um... <laughs> wait that... wait wait wait. Can I guess? Can I guess? 
Does that mean the Does that mean the upgraded console version is like something like seventy nine at least? Sixty nine ninety nine. There it is. There it is. Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales The Ultimate Edition will launch both physically and digitally on the PS Store for $69.99 on launch day. Yep, there it is. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I guess in a way, is that them acknowledging the fact that you're getting kind of less value out of it? Or less... What does that implicate about the game? But then also, if you buy... Miles on this one is weird. Insomniac tried to correct it, it still didn't come out right. Sony tried to correct it, it didn't come out right. Either way, if you get Miles Morales on the Ultimate Edition on the PS4, you're you have a free upgrade on the PS5. Now, what does that entail? Is the Ultimate Edition well, uh... you get Marvel's Spider Man upgraded to the PS5. Oh damn! And the fact that that thing is only twenty bucks on PlayStation Store right now. Well, here's the thing, though. If you currently own Marvel Spider-Man, like I do, you don't get the free upgrade. You need to buy the collector's. You need the, not the collector's edition, the ultimate edition that packages Spider-Man and Miles. Are you serious? Yes. You want to know why I'm pissed about that? Everybody's pissed about that. Because I fucking only- bought it like a couple days ago, man. I shit you not, I literally bought it. Now, I'll say this. Your excuse, what the fuck? Here's the thing. Though. Your excuse, because you didn't see this, you've been working to keep two different factories running with Wi-Fi. That is true. That is true. So, you're, you was not focused on gaming or comic book news this whole entire week. That is very true. God damn it. <laughs> Thank you for helping me like, to reconcile a bad decision. So a retroactively bad decision. <laughs> so I say, ladies and gentlemen, oh excuse me, people. I'm no longer gonna use ladies and gentlemen. I'm say people because I don't want to assume. But I say from this forward on, don't buy no fucking games if they're gonna be upgraded to the PS5. I didn't know. Not, no, you exempt. You exempt because you was you were saving a milk factory. From this moment forward, do not buy any games that's going to be upgraded to the PS5. Buy the Ultimate Edition for the PS4. Yes, you're going to be spending 70 bucks, but at least you get the free fucking upgrade to the next-gen console. Now, here's the thing, though. Cyberpunk is the only company right now that's offering free upgrades. The only... Just let that sink in. Cyberpunk. The only game... Uh, CD Projekt Red is the only company that's offering free upgrades. Even if you already bought it, before the game release, even if you buy it after the game release, you yeah. have the free fucking upgrade. While Spider-Man, Control, every other fucking game that's going to be released simultaneously as the PS5, you have to buy an upgrade. Damn. And here's the thing, though. That, well, Control is Norway, so they exempt. But everyone else is American. Yeah. Corporate greed. Corporate greed is a real thing. So, yeah, that's how Spider-Man talk. Um, <laughs> you need to look. You need to look at the trailer because the music is. Oh my god! I'm not big. Yeah. Nobody knows. I'm not big into hip hop, but 
Hit Miles' score is fire. The funny thing is, the only reason that I remember the lineup thing was because when I saw that the trailer had uh, that that specific trailer had come out, mm-hmm. I was at work. I started playing it, and I was like, "Wait, I gotta watch this later." And I stopped it. That's the only reason I remember the beginning part with his lineup. <laughs> and I was looking at it. I was just like, "Damn, that looks clean." <laughs> I know, fucking clean. Um, now I mentioned about Scott Program, and I'm, I was like, "What?" There was an article, and I'm not gonna give this person the benefit of the doubt of me reading their fucking article, fully reading their article. But I'm not gonna assume that I know what they're talking about. But I got the bit from right, what they was talking about. Now, yes. Uh, Scott Pilgrim is toxic male masculinity and all this other, um, all the other stuff that is problem is the problem with us men. One hundred percent agree with that. I do. But I'm not defending. Let me preface this. I'm not defending um, Riley O'Malley. I'm not defending a fictional character. I am but a bystander. <laughs> I will say this. If you are an individual who's basing your life off of a fictional character and how you approach women, something's very wrong with you. Yes. The way, yes, Scott is, and they even, and this person, I'm going to read the article, I will, but from this one sentence that took me out, it makes me assume that this person really did not fully read the book. Every woman, minus Ramona, when she gets to that point, though, knows Scott is an asshole. Oh, yeah, and, like, uh, is unafraid to let people know that. And Scott himself knows he's a fucking asshole. And he knows him being with Knives is wrong. Yeah. And he knows he cheated on her, which is also wrong. Yep. And I don't care what anyone says. He didn't cheat on Ramona. No, he cheated on Ramona. By knowing full well you're dating someone and you cheating on them with someone you're dating, he basically cheated on two women at the same time. Yeah, like he, he, it's like he lied and cheated by omission. Yeah, which is like honestly, it, it can definitely be just as bad. Now, the difference between the movie and the books, at least with the books, like anything, the character grows and they learn that they ain't shit. Right, and that's kind of the point of the story that he becomes a better person. And something that the movie didn't even touch upon. Now, the movie, I think the movie was a lot more respectful. Because I'm like, I think the the, the comic jumped every uh, a number of years. So it made sense for Scott to talk about marriage by this point. By the, by the end part of the, of the book. Uh-huh. In the, in the movie, I, I feel it's a lot more better... He was like, let's just work it out and see what happens. Yeah, because they didn't have that amount of time skip and shit, so it like wouldn't have made sense at that point. And that works is like you can say like they probably became friends. Like like how Scott and Ives finally became friends. Yeah. Or like they probably did work it out. But here's the thing though. It's your imagination. Oh. Use your fucking imagination. <laughs> now, that's just the movie side of things. <laughs> going back like do you not remember watching any other movies that leave the ending open ended to the audience have you watched reading fucking rainbow use your fucking imagination <laughs> motherfucker it's in a book 
Just take a look. Sorry. <laughs> it's good. Ah, oh, I miss G4. They had Reedy Rambo. Reedy Rambo. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh, God. I hope Celeste Sloan don't hear this. <laughs> oh, man. I, 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 I can't do it. I cannot do a good Stallone impression. I, I can't. It's very hard. It's a very hard impression. But you see, I, I heard that was an injury why he has that droll on the side of his um so i'm like okay what injury did you have as a kid that made you have that droll i don't need to know like jason momoa that scar that's forever on his face and if y'all don't know he even said it more numerous times a bottle was broke off in front of his face yeah so and apparently he's more mellowed out now really really jason you you mellowed out bullshit (laughs) <laughs> it's like Jason Momoa got hit with a bottle in the face in a bar, and the bar the the bottle started to bleed. <laughs> like he posted on. Uh, we'll get back to Scott Perkins because I'm, I'm getting kind of annoyed. I'm, I, I want to put in some levity. Um, his car broke down on a, on a highway, and he was running out of water. And I guess some, somebody finally um, came and picked him up, and he was just like, "Oh, my boyfriend picked me up. I love him so much." He saved me in my woes. <laughs> and, here's, and here's the thing, though, what I'm not shocked by. He was shirtless. <laughs> because, like, of course, that's how all the stories happen. Like, like, and and on top of that, and I agree with Cat Daniels on this one. It's a double fucking standard. You're praising Chris Evans, but you down talk any woman who was either had her photos leak or her photos were put online without their consent and us well not me fuck them not me people sharing them without said consent yeah like i didn't i didn't get that like i didn't get why people were not reacting the same kind of way because it's like it's definitely a breach of his privacy like i, I was but playing D the other night and i though, brought this up even though it was his mis- it was his mistake though yeah it was his mistake but still it's like like, um, like at least we could try to be respectful, you know what I mean? Because this coming off the heels of um, Vanya, not, I think her name was Vanya, the AT and T, um, the AT and T spokeswoman. Yes, the who, one who was supposed to be Squirrel. Um, who was supposed to be um, Squirrel Girl? Um, her Squirrel Girl. her photos were um, private photos were leaked, and. Or I think she finally made her Instagram private. Photos of her in the past where people were just showing them like, holy shit, this is her. Yeah. Now, yes, in retrospect, we did do an episode where I, I did spoke on her assets, and I apologize. I, I can admit I was an asshole. But here's the thing, though. I didn't show you shit. I, and I, yes, I spoke on it. And do I feel bad? Yes. Do my mental image feel bad? Did I see Chris Evans' dick? Yes. <laughs> what I'm going to say? Well, um, in the words of Paul Rudd, that's America's penis. <laughs> that's America's penis. Like, hey, all right. I didn't I didn't look it up, honestly. I didn't look it up. No, I'm, I, I was like, curiosity got the best of him. I was like, what the fuck everyone's talking about? What is Chris Evans talking about? 
and it was uncovered. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. And like then, really uncovered. And I was like, well, just, <laughs> just know that he said protect the pussy. And it says right there in this thing, protect the pussy. So Chris Evans knows what he's talking about. Protect that wap. Man, protect the wap. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm losing it tonight. I don't give a fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> Scott Program. Look, here's the thing. All right, getting back to Scott Program. <laughs> <laughs> Moving back. Of like the tangent of of uh, America's tangent. All right, look, I get the we're in a new age where we do not need to promote um, toxic uh, masculinity anymore. Um, and Brian Lee O'Malley, he, and I think he's the only person now more comic book creators are doing this, which I like. They always make it a point to tell who co-created or did anything with them so they can get as much recognition as they can. And he said, majority of the story was him and his wife. Mm. But the art is done by him. So, and and he goes up, he's like, and everything, even if it's a fictional character, a small quota of a person's personal life could be put into a comic book. Yeah. You need that base. You just can't just create a fucking story around for that. You need a base, which means you're going to use yourself. I don't care who you are. Even if you're writing Spider-Man, you're going to write a Spider-Man story that is maybe 10% you, but the rest is the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Spider-Man story. So you need that. You're going to use your personal life as a base. So People write what they know whether they choose to or not, in a way. Now that you're writing Batman, and you're forced to write about Batman, so... There you go. Nah. <laughs> like uh Catwoman being pregnant with his with his kid. Let's see how long DC keep that going. <laughs> like Superman revealing his identity. Um no you know what? This is a perfect time. DC Universe. Oh god. It's the end, my friend, the end. And now... <laughs> this is coming from the Nerdist. Here's the thing. Let me preface this. We said it before. We knew this was going to happen. We talked Leave about it. it every other episode. Fuck DC. Right. No, more more importantly, fuck Warner Media. Like, yeah, because it's not even specifically DC in this case. It's more Warner. Like, like seriously, like if you don't create HBO Go or HBO Max, or any of this shit, knowing full well, like, we stopped our DC review series because of you motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And I don't have the will to ever want to go back to doing DC animated review. I'd rather do what we said before, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Move and, on. And Star Wars. <laughs> like, I'd rather go back to fucking Star Wars than try to watch another DC animated feature by this point. Damn! Like, sir, I'm at that point. Now, this this made me really fucking ache. I For two years... If, you, if you're a long-time listener of the podcast, goddamn, you you understand the weight behind that. Two years being part of fucking DC, this DC Universe app. That is o- close to $1,000. I spent a monthly at that. Now, I can't picture those who've done the yearly subscription, how much they <laughs> have put together. What the, what the actual 
fuck. And everybody's and people are saying it's not about it's not about the shows, it's about the comics. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Kicking your fucking tank. Got the nerve to say it's not about the show. The whole fucking reason DC Universe was created for was for Titans, Stargirl, Doom Patrol, every single fuck it was supposed to be every single DC movie, TV show catalog on this app with comics tagged to it. Yep. Did we get everything? No, the fuck we did not. Nope, we didn't even get close. Late to 2019, The Batman, which was a 2004 to 2007 animated series, which had The Edge, which some FYI, if you didn't know, this is a side tangent. The Edge, lead guitarist of U2, created the opening for The Batman. Jesus. For the first two seasons, then the next one was like uh, more more of a fanfare mm-hmm. but still the edge doing this is on the level of joe perry of aerosmith doing Spy, uh, spider-man the anime series thing it is that fucking tasty huh. um batman the anime series became 4k on dc universe app this is before hbo max yes it did yes it definitely did we had Every single Superman, even if Superman 3 was nightmare fuel, you don't know. When you get towards the end of the, like, minus Richard Pryor. When you, get towards, <laughs> when you get towards the end, when that robot, what that machine did to that woman, that's nightmare fuel for kids. I shit you not, it fucked me up as a kid. Alright? Richard Pryor was a reprieve from that fucking scene. Like seriously, watch that scene. It will fuck you. even as an adult. It will fuck. I you. gotta go back. Like when I when I was looking at the catalog for HBO Max, right? And I was just like, man, I'm I'm gonna have to rewatch these these Superman movies. Uh, Quest for Peace. I don't remember it. I remember. Um, oh fuck, he was Ducky. I don't. Uh, is that the one where John he Cryer. flies all the way around? John Cryer. John. Right. Talk about 180. Lex Luthor's nephew. To become a Lex Luthor for this Arrowverse. <laughs> and guess what? He's better than Gene Hackman. I said it. He is better than Michael Rosenbaum. I said it. This Lex, oh, Luthor, this Lex Luthor reminds me of comic book Lex Luthor. Menacing, sarcastic, uber smart like he's supposed to be. Don't give two Philly fucks, two tears in a bucket about Superman nor Supergirl. In the crossover, the last one that came out, he was traveling different universes to kill Superman, and he was successful at doing that. Damn, you gotta love you some some really good written, uh, uh, Luth Lexor. And holy shit, John Cryer, who I primarily know from John Hughes movies, Superman Four: Quest for Peace, yeah. but and Two and a Half Men, minus John, uh, Charlie Sheen, but. Him playing a super evil looking dude. Holy fuck. Shout out to John Cryer. Yeah, for real. That was like, I'm hoping he comes back for the Superman TV show, Superman Lois show. It'll be out next year. I hope. Fingers crossed. More John Cryer, the better. But. Yeah. DC Universe was not, like we said, was not about the, uh, was not about the comics. It was about the media. And then HBO Max hit this year. Now, the writing was on the wall all through 2019. Especially late 2019 when it said Stargirl will also be on 
the CW. Exclusively on the fucking CW. Season 2 is going to exclusively be on HBO Max and then the CW. See, you kind of could tell that DC Universe was already being cut out. Titans. Doom Patrol. Yeah, you could see everything start to move over to its new home. Young Justice. So, officially, January 21st, all animated shows, movies, will be taken off DC Universe. And in your update, it will be now known as DC Infinite. Yep. And... Here's the thing. Now this, they call it, Nerdist is calling it janky. Thank you. This is janky as fuck. Like, I don't... I can't think of a better way to describe it, honestly. There is literally nothing comic book-wise. I already have majority of old classic DC comic books. What the, what the fuck? Like, yes, I got to read DC DCs because of, um, it was like, after reading the first seven issues, I have no reason to watch the, the read the follow ups. Mm. Like I and on top of that, I'm sorry, I don't, I, I'm not writing that dick that is Tom Taylor. <laughs> he wrote Injustice one and two. He must have a hard on for fucking Batman. Literally, spoiler alert: he took out Batman within the first three pages of DC deceased. Oh God. Like, let's take out the most formidable, tactical person in DC history. It's like, yeah, let's just do that real quick, you know, tighten up a loose end here. And to piggyback on that part, he also helped Robert Kurtman write Marvel Zombies. Of course he did. And because of them, he influenced the people right now who's currently who brought back Marvel Zombies. This go around, Spider-Man is not dead. Yet. Yeah, yet in the, in like apostrophes. Here's because here's the reason why. His spider sense is constantly going off because he is now constant. Him and everybody are now constantly in danger. Mm-hmm. If they cannot put his that one specific power in check, Spider Man won't die from a heart attack. I mean, he won't die. He will die from a heart attack. He won't be die. He won't be getting killed by a zombie attack. Yeah, like he's gonna anxiety himself to death, with on- which honestly would make him a really relatable character for me. So I'm like, <laughs> I was like, all right, take out one of your most powerful. Wolverine is also one of the most powerful people. You, they, uh, here's a, and that's why I like about comics. Also, you can take the most powerful person, and you you really have to sit and think how to take them out. Oh yeah, I mean, I I I know I'm super late to this party, but I just started watching the boys. It's like thinking about how you have to take out supers that otherwise might be impossible to take out. I'm like really enjoying that. Now, yes, we're shitting on DC Universe because what they're doing, but we can say if it wasn't for DC Universe, we... No, fuck that. I hate the whitewashing of Nightwing. (laughs) <laughs> Why you just could not use... You have... Superman is in the fucking world. Superboy is on your fucking show. You can at least did that Nightwing um, talk between him and Superman. You could have... Yes, you connected the Titans verse with the Arrowverse. Yay. I don't give a fuck. Ian Glane as Batman? Like that's canon now? Ian Glane? Jorah? 
I, I mean, said, I like Jorah. I haven't seen I haven't seen him be Batman, but is it? He's is Bruce it really Wayne. He, he's Bruce Wayne. He does not look. His Bruce spent, Wayne. Sorry, not his Batman. His Bruce Wayne. They showed Batman a stuntman dressed as Batman, and his shadow. You gonna expect me? Someone, yes. Ian Glane has done action for Game of Thrones. Yeah, good. Sword and shield. That's sword and shield shit. I'm sorry. I cannot wrap my fucking head. I don't care. This being we're going on three years now. I can't wrap my head on this balding, blonde, Ian Glane as Bruce Wayne, Batman. That is the worst casting in TV history. I mean, it's bad, but I can think of a lot of worse castings than. Like, <laughs> okay, no, there is one casting from the Arrow, uh, Arrowverse show that is just like, you know, you know, no, no, Arrow, y- y'all fucked the history of Black Canary. You could just let Katie Cassidy be Laura, Laura Lance, or Dinah Lance, who has her. You have to. I understand it's Arrowverse show. This is their own universe. They can do whatever the fuck they want. You ruined Black Canary. All right. That's, now that Arrow is gone, you mm-hmm. ruined Black Canary Arrowverse. The only show that looks like it's pulling from the comic books and properly doing it well, Black Light. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I hear a lot. I hear a lot of good stuff behind the writing on that. Because isn't the writer like one? Of, am I am I mistaken? Is one of the is one of the writers one of the comic writers, or he's just a really huge fan of it and adapting it? He's a he's a fan of uh the uh, Reginald Hutland is a producer who has written written for Marvel and DC. He know he used to know um Dwayne McDuffie, the creator of uh, Static Shock. Right. So Reginald Hudlin is a producer, not a writer, but he's a producer for Black Lightning. The writer for Black Lightning has done a lot of. Um, he also helped make Luke Cage. Um, the creative Luke Cage himself was like he was lucky that they got um, Mike Coulter instead of. Here's the thing: the actor who's, who who plays Black Lightning, he said he tried out for Luke Cage. Hmm. And you know what they said? He's too old for the role. Really? He's he's apparently a year, a year and a half older than Mike Coulter. That just sounds like some Hollywood shit then that they're saying. I was like, what? Wait, what? I was like, yes, I remember seeing this brother on Living Single with Queen Latifah. But still, he's a year older then you're Luke Cage actor. Okay, we're, yeah, we're moving away from. <laughs> I can I can feel the heat. All right, but then also the, the Arrowverse is tied to this though because you, with DC Universe you expect everyone expected the Arrowverse shows to be on there. Mm-hmm. That was a miss, uh, and HBO Max is also following this trend. That is a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. CW is technically Warner Brothers. You expect to see the Flash. Like, nobody wants to use that fucking CW app. That shit suck. Nobody want to wait to a year to watch Arrow or any of the shows on Netflix. 
fuck pull a fucking NBC and rip your shit off the fucking company. Pay your, pay him, pay it out. Like this hurts. Parks and Rec on October first is gonna be gone. And, then, <laughs> and on top of that, that Sunday show was cut out of Netflix with no fanfare. I know. So, DC, Warner Brothers, you can do the same thing. Like, seriously. Like, damn it. Dude. Warner Media, what the fuck? Like, legit. This is pretty much what we can't say because it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing in tangents because it's, 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 it is really pissing me off. Uh, <laughs> um, like, I'm intentionally throwing in, um, in tangents. So, Titan Season 3, Doom Patrol Season 3, Harley Quinn Season 3, I think? Season 2 or 3? I don't know how many seasons Harley Quinn. Cause it's anime, either 3 or 4. I think it's 3. Because animation goes faster than TV, apparently. Now, all mm. of a sudden. Um, Harley Quinn has finally... Here, here, this is how you know this was fucked. Harley Quinn was announced. New season was announced at the same time DC Universe reverted his shit. So now, if you were hinging on seeing the new season of Harley Quinn, you have to now get HBO Max. Oh, of course. Now, I know we said at the top of the episode that we now have HBO Max. We're splitting it. Because I said that's the only way where either one of us is going to use it. Yeah, it's not worth a, a full subscription to me. And if you're... <laughs> if, if you, like... This is what I'm using HBO Max for. Home Movies, one of my favorite animation shows. Um, from the creators of Bob's Burgers, they created uh, they created Home Movies. Uh, Brendan Small is the only person who did not uh, make the jump as a voice cast member from Home Movies to be on Bob's Burgers. I think he guest starred on Bob's Burgers, but John, um, bon, John, John B. Benjamin, John Benjamin has, has been a mainstay for Lauren Bouchard ever since Home Movies. So he's been almost, he's been almost every single Lauren Bouchard animated anything since Home Movies. Hey, you know that's how he that's how he keeps the bread on the table. He's a very talented voice actor. He and voices he's Archer. Very <laughs> Archer, I need the. I'm also happy that Hulu made a deal with FX, and now you have to wait 24 hours. But it's still good the fact that Archer. The new season, new episodes are already up on Hulu, so I can start watching that. Yeah, I gotta start watching the new season again. Uh, I think the uh, last one I watched was just before they started um, the like the noir one. No, uh, the last one I watched was when Cheryl became a country singer. Right, I remember that. That was my. La- that was the last. She was Charlene at that point. Yep, Charlene. I that was around the time after the season ended. That's when I got rid of cable. Ah, got you. And I was like, "Damn, I can't watch the final season of the league." The Netflix had the league, and I was like, when they had the final season on there, I was like, "Yes!" And now the league is off of Netflix, but it's on Hulu now. <laughs> Isn't it funny that now it's like, now we're starting to just track shows and see like which companies end up picking them up so that way we can, like, watch them on the, like, service that they have. No, no, it's I, so weird now, man. 
True, but Fox owns the league and they own Archer, so it made sense. And now that Disney owns Fox, it makes sense for majority of the shows to be taken off of Netflix and on Hulu. On Hulu, because um, they also own that. God damn it! The Mouse House is coming for everything. But in terms of movies, like, or no, in terms of DC shows, they still have a whole. Um, Warner Brothers still has a deal with. Um, Netflix, so you're more likely not going to see Arrow, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl, including Superman, on HBO Max anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is unfucking forgivable. I have not watched the rest of the series because of this. You cancel Swamp Thing after one fucking episode. Your high, it was more more high rated than Doom Patrol and Titans. The most streamed show you canceled after one fuck episode because of a clerical error. I never heard. I heard people work shit out over that. It's like I've heard of some shit in my life. Puppy is pissed off about that. I know, right? That's right, girl. Me too. Motherfucker. (laughs) That like. And there was like, you haven't finished Swamp Thing. What's the fucking point when they set up for a season two and it's never getting the season two? It's like it's all set up. That's the thing. And I hate when shit does that. So, fuck you, DC Universe. Yes, I'm going to officially get rid of it because I'm no longer a student and Spotify is forcing me to re-up on their premium package. Oh, damn. So, in order for me to keep Hulu and Showtime for free under my Spotify pack, premium package, I have to now start paying $10 a month instead <laughs> of 5 bucks a month. Oh, my God. I'm going to miss that. And I have to wait till 2021. Like, if I hurry up and go to grad school, I can get the $5. I can, I can lose the $5 and get the, pay only $5 a month. But... <sighs> Such good deals, <laughs> and plus show time for free. Like fuck yeah, I got free shit off of my Spotify Premium. I got a Google, um, a Google Home that I don't fucking use. <laughs> I got a Chromecast that I got for free that I did use because I got to watch uh, the Psych movie for free that year. I got um, oh, I got a new Roku because of it. A Roku Pro at that. So. I do remember that. That's true. So, I mean, it's beneficial to have a Spotify premium. So, thank you, Spotify, for all this good shit that you're giving me. What did you give me, DC? Not a goddamn thing. What have you given me lately? $20 a piece for a fucking action figures on your merch store. I can go to Big Bad Toy Store and knowing for well, I just have to wait six months for the figures to be official for them to get, and I can get it for twenty dollars a piece, which means I only have to spend a hundred dollars for their whole entire Justice League, which is not fucking bad. Hmm. Which is like, like, what the fuck is your problem? Yeah. And y'all have the gall to do a point system for shitty ass prizes to redeem a Harley a Harley Quinn keychain. I can go to Hot Topic with my mask on right now and get a Harley Quinn keychain. Like, that ain't shit. I can go to the DC store. Not the DC Universe store. 
the actual DC store and get a better fucking keychain. I could go on Wish right now and get a keychain for three dollars and have it show up to my house in a month and a half. <laughs> we don't talk about Wish here. They have their own problems. Hey, you want to hear the surprising thing? What? We only been recording for an hour. Seriously? Yeah, if it, it felt like two hours, huh? It does. <laughs> and guess what? What? We're almost done with our topics. Damn! Because we still got to talk about all the PlayStation games. And we can talk about this one. Oh, why did I delete it? Oh, you suck. <laughs> now, knowing that we cannot go to the movies, a lot of movies being pushed back. One um, Division might come out um, come out this year, while the Falcon and Winter Soldier is now back in production, and people are complaining that Anthony Mackie is smoking a stogie in this costume. It's just a fucking cigar. Yeah, let like, the, come let, on, let the brother chill. All right, his show. Well, technically, it's supposed to be a new actor every season. Alter Carbon got canceled, and people are blaming him. He's not Wooden. He's the best part in all these MCU films. He is, oh, yeah. He's the best part in... Oh, fuck. The name of the movie will see my fucking head. Him and Jeremy Renner. Um, that army... That, that the, the movie where Ar- Jeremy Renner... Oh, God. Schmodown! And that's not Zero Dark Thirty because Jessica Chastain's in Zero Dark Thirty. It's not born, right? No, it's not. No, it's not born. But Jeremy it Renner was it wasn't Jerry, uh, yeah. Jason Bourne legacy. Yeah, he it's just he Anthony Matthew was it. Damn it, what was it? Oh well. But we get to see their co- even though it's in black and white, we see them in their full costume, chilling, chilling. So we know that'll be out next year. We got some content on the DC front there. Um the only thing that's halted for the moment is Marvel What If because Chadwick Boseman was supposed to voice T'Challa for an episode. Right. Um, but that's due out 2021. Uh, Division is now due out between the, in November, so that's a month after the Mandalorian Season 2. Yes, that is Sasha, WWE wrestler Sasha Banks in the trailer. Who is she playing? I don't fucking know. Do I care? No. What I'm sad about the Mandalorian, Gina Carano. God <laughs> damn it, Gina Carano. Now I don't like canceling people. I canceled J.K. Rowling because I really don't give a fuck about Harry Potter, so it was easy to cancel her. Now the Pottermore game, they just revealed she has no say so whatsoever in that Harry Potter game that's coming out for the PS5. Good on you guys for that. We'll talk about that in a bit. But Gina Carano has came out talking about tra- um, trans people. So she's a trans. She's transphobic. Oh. Uh, uh. I was like. <clears throat> Shit. Fuck. I'm like, I was like. I can't look at Deadpool anymore. <laughs> I can't. Like. You have all these actors and actresses in Deadpool who's for trans and gay and lesbian rights, and there's Gina Carano. I, I understand we we can work together. Like I work with, with someone who's super conservative. We can cool, we're cool. We both say fuck Donald Trump. 
But as soon as I hear, oh man, he's doing, oh, oh we done, we done. Yes, I will X a person out. And I said, I voted for him, and they voted for him, and they love him. Mm-hmm. We can't be friends. Yeah, it's like, I get, I get that. I but really if, do. Like, we always say, if you're super conservative, we're cool. But if you homophobic, transphobic, racist, or you voted for that, for that orange Cheeto scrotum face motherfucker, I'm sorry, I can't be your friend. I don't want to know you. So fuck. Yeah, up. like it's a it's a it's a very hard line in the sand there for sure. But one division November. <laughs> um, but we're not talking about them. We're not talking about the scrubbing face asshole in the office. Tatiana Maslany. If you haven't seen Orphan Black. She deserved those Emmy nominations and that Emmy that she got for that show. Seven about damn near seven different characters and all one actress. Damn. Like you remember the movie um Whatever Happened to Wednesday? No, yeah, what ha- wait, what happened to Monday? Yeah, what happened to Monday? There we go. With um yes. with, Oh my god, I, and I like her too. What's the fuck her oh my god. Yeah, she was the one that was in um Prometheus. Yes. Now, Ugh. Orphan came back. Why can't, we, why can't we remember anybody's goddamn names? I remember her face. <laughs> yes. I'm, and, I'm, I'm and looking that's, it up. And that's bad. That is bad that I can remember. <sighs> come on. Come on. I know you, come on. I know you pulled up Prometheus. What's the actress's name? Uh, Rumi. Uh, sorry. Numi. Uh, God, how do I pronounce her last name? Numi Repace. Thank you. I did not know how to pronounce her last name. Yes. Oh my god, I love her. I, I, girl, the girl with the dragon tattoo. The, the OG girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah, the, the yes, the OG one. I forgot. I forgot. We have to make that distinction now. Even though it technically came out in 2010. 2009, very close. Yeah. I'm, I'm not good with movie release dates. <laughs> you were only off by a year. You're good. <laughs> if we was in the down, that is everything. Yeah, but the we're only, not, so you're good. The only reason why I remember Ghostbusters, I mean Ghostbusters 2 and Batman coming out in 89 is because Batman came out June 23rd, 1989. Obviously, my birthday was June 22nd. I got to see Batman in theaters in 1989 and at the age of five years old. Was it awesome? Yes, the fuck it was. <laughs> I got to see Batman at the age of five what other five-year-old you know who said they can see that saw that gothic? That's what got me into gothic. That's what got me into black. That's what got me into Prince. That soundtrack, though. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Tim Burton did not like using any of Prince's soundtrack in the movie. Oh, yeah, for real. <laughs> he did not. And I'm still kicking myself for not being able to go to the um, Tim Burton exhibit at, um, at LACMA. I know, I missed that one, and I missed the uh, yeah, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. And I know someone who went to both, and I'm so jealous of it. Jenny! Right? Yeah. It happens. Um, like I said, Tatiana Maslany has been cast as Jennifer Walters, a.k.a. She-Hulk, for the movie cinematic universe, MCU cinematic universe, 
She-Hulk, which will be directed um, and written by Cat Cairo. Uh, I'm not familiar with Cat Cairo's um, filmography, but I'm hearing that she is a dope-ass director and writer herself. So I am mentally happy that we got someone who 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 can um, steer the ship. Oh, and the writers for She-Hulk are the writers for Rick and Morty. Oh, damn! And they're um, so you got Cat Cairo. You have the writers and um, showrunners from Rick and Morty helping writing episodes of She-Hulk. So that would so, be really interesting. So this is even they said this is going to be. Um, a, they said Kevin Feige has full full faith in the in them right and he said it's more nervous because it's like they're setting up phase four and beyond with she-hulk because she-hulk yeah. will make her appearance in an mcu movie isn't that funny that it's like if if they set stuff up with she-hulk isn't that also technically like con- kind of continuing well it wasn't the first one but hulk did like exist in the mcu technically right like mm-hmm. the the ed norton one yeah, it, it's, it's still, it's still connected. Everything is still connected, but it's just different actors. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying it's like interesting that we're still kind of starting with like a very similar base, not necessarily the same base, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the base of the next phase seems like it's kind of building off of the old one a little bit. Um, now, Mark Ruffalo is set to appear as Professor Hulk in She-Hulk. So we know oh, this man. takes place sometime after Endgame. Yeah. Now, if y'all don't know the character She-Hulk, I'm about to learn. Y'all about to learn something today. <laughs> y'all gonna learn today. So Jennifer Walters um, is Bruce Banner's cousin. Um, her blood type is the exact same as Bruce. She gets in a life-threatening accident, and she needs a blood transfusion. And the only person who can give her that is Bruce. But his blood is gamma irradiated. But he does finally give her a blood transfusion. And originally she was able to... She does not need to be angry to turn into She-Hulk. She can do it at will. Until she gets in situation... Until after... If I remember correctly, after... Now this one is kind of fuzzy where she's now perpetually stuck at She-Hulk. I want to say it's after, if not Infinity Gauntlet, um, Secret Wars. I think it was Secret Wars where she, be- where same one where Peter got the symbiote, she became okay. stuck at She-Hulk. But in this version of, of of that version of her, she is stuck being green. She's now seven foot eight. She's very muscular. Uh-huh. People saying she's over sexualized. Technically, no. <laughs> uh, are you gonna go really on technicals here? Costume wise, I I understand. Mm-hmm. Her costume is very questionable. She is the only Marvel hero who is sexually who, and this is only because she's a woman. She doesn't give a fuck. If she wants to fuck, she wants to fuck. She is currently she has been with Juggernaut. Which is like what? Right. <laughs> um, she is currently she dominated. <laughs> All right. I no. Was it Gamora? No, it wasn't Gamora. 
is either Gamora or She-Hulk dominated Tim, um, Tony Stark to the point where he was like, "No, nah, I can't." <laughs> like I can't, I can't ride with that. I can't ride with that. She's currently right now in a relationship with Thor, in the comic books. I mean that. That's funny as fuck. Um, for a while though, she experienced um, a form of PTSD where her Jennifer Walter technically shut down mentally and she was perpetually Hulk. Oh, okay. This is now this is up until Empire, which is what's currently going on with the Marvel right now. Um, where she's now able to talk and be Jennifer again. But for a good minute, she was just a Hulk. So she was getting bigger. Um, yes, yeah, she. The more she, and then finally included. Excuse me. The more she got angry, the more powerful she got. So now she's on the same power. She's on the same power level as the Hulk. Okay. Finally, but um, she has, and it's. And this is what I hate about comic books is nobody's fucking consistent. Um, for a while, she was half the power of a Hulk, but she had all the abilities of a Hulk. Okay. Now she is as strong as the Hulk. So, and the Hulk right now is kind of a villain. Re-Immortal Hulk is one of my, is out of, out of anything that Marvel's doing currently. Immortal Hulk is one of my favorites. It is legit like a, a good horror comic book out of the Hulk. Nice. Um, and the past issue, him he was just going in. The see the Hulk talking to Banner normally and going in on Bruce Banner. Damn. Holy shit. And then Bruce Banner coming out and talking like a villain and how everyone he how he's saying everyone is at fault. Ooh. Is 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 right now currently one of the, one is currently one of my favorite uh, Marvel books right now. You got definitely got to read it. Um, I'm very lawful evil of him, <laughs> but um, I think She Hulk has not appeared yet in it. Um, but Betty Betty Ross, everybody's like, "Where's Betty? She's a villain now, and she's a Red Hulk with talons and claws." Betty Ross don't look nothing like Betty Ross no more. Damn. Oh man, you want to talk about Fridge? She was not only Fridge, but she was jettisoned, nuclear bombed, and just tore, just off fucked. <laughs> like that wasn't a fridge; that was a freezer. No, fuck the freezer. That was. Look up Betty Ross now, and you'll see why. Um, Rick Jones, Hulk's best friend. I. I I think he'll make his MCU appearance in She-Hulk, um, but they they fucked him over too. They murdered him and turned him into a former abomination that just looks ugly. I mean, oh really? Yeah. Oh, look it up. My new a new abomination just looks. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, new abomination. Um. So that's She-Hulk. Um, and also, there's some more news on Miss um, Marvel. Oh my God! Yeah, told you. Um, the writers and directors of Bad Boys for Life, which is the highest rated and highest grossing movie of 2020, bet you didn't see that coming. <gasps> They're show running She-Hulk. Really? 
And I think that's a great idea because they worked on The Walking Dead. They mm-hmm. worked they worked on The Punisher with John Berthall. They just had a good track record with Bad Boys um, for Life. And they're currently writing the third um the, the next Bad Boys movie. They already they don't they know they know Jeff Loeb because they because they since they worked on uh, Marvel's Avengers, but Kevin Feige and his TV division team trusts them to bring that level of action and earthliness. When I say earthliness, which means the characterization between actors and not the like you want to good example. Everybody loves Kamala Khan because of the video game, right? Because she's a believable teenager. With powers, you want that for the TV show. You want that perfect relationship between the the daughter and the father, not like every fucking show where the father is always a arguing with the daughter. Like, give us that. I swear to God, I will say this stuff. If I see one stupid fucking argument between parent and child, knowing full well this is not how Kamala Khan is with her family, yeah, I'm out. Like, they're just going to be changing it just for the sake of, like... Drama. Yeah, like... Yeah. That's why I don't watch Cloak and Dagger. I, I, I did not feel bad when Cloak and Dagger got canceled. I didn't feel bad when the Runaways got canceled. You inputting needless shit. This is like the Resident Evil TV show. It's the name of the characters in name only as nothing like this fucking source material. Mm-hmm. S- specifically Cloak and Dagger. Both of those fucking actresses actor and actress who play Cloak and Dagger is Christian's age, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, for real. You can treat them as fucking adults. You do not need to be stuck 20-year-olds as teenagers. That makes no fucking sense. That's like me being 35 being cast as a teenager. I'm like, yo, I'm 35. You can't uh, Just because I look young and I sound young, you can't make me a fucking adult? I, all adults don't look the same. Like, let me newsflash. Tom Holland is almost twenty-seven years old. Yeah, Tom Holland is like older than I am. And yes, he will look perpetually young forever. Who gives a yep. fuck? There are there's legit. Go to Artist Talks, everyone. Artist Talk with Kaylee Victoria, which will be on November um, September thirty. Her voice don't match her age. That's a perfect example of a normal person whose voice don't match their age. She sounds like she's 13, knowing full well she's almost 30. So, I'm getting tired of Hollywood. Cast appropriately. Look at Harry Potter. You cast kids as kids, and they grew up with these fucking roles. And it worked. And it worked. So, for Kamala Khan, cast the right actress for Kamala. Let's not have the, keep the good mother father relationship, especially her Muslim background as well. Keep that shit because that would also be that would also be very indicative too of like culture there too because they do treat each other better in that family structure, man. I know. Um, so all right, to go back, Cat Cairo has um, already been hired to direct multiple episodes of the show. And once again, Kat Kyra will be directing a couple of episodes of She-Hulk with Jessica Gao will lead the um, will lead the writers' room, and is the showrunner for She-Hulk with the writers of Rick and Morty helping write some episodes of She-Hulk. Um, Mark Ruffalo will be back. Tatiana Maslany will be She-Hulk. It's going to be very interesting to see how they're going to approach this. 
Um, obviously, it's going to be CG. She's going to she become She-Hulk. She's going to be CG. Yeah. We know that for sure. Um, so, get get used to being the mocap suit, Tatiana. You get to join the ranks of every actor. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. Robert Downey Jr. Troy Baker. When he does Last of Us. Last of Us. I said Last of Us. <laughs> Last of all, Last of Us. Last of all, Last of Us. Uh, was, oh my God, we're breaking down. I'm breaking down. <laughs> but yeah, She Hulk will be out sometime in 2021, 2022. That's the only right. downside. I didn't want to say it, but I said it sometime in 2021, 2022. <laughs> uh, that's the more defeating part. Like, we gotta wait. <laughs> we gotta wait for a lot of stuff, man. Like, the, the postponement is gonna be felt for a while. Uh, another tangent. I mean, fuck, this is a chill cast show now. Um, I legit thought it was Sunday today. Really? Finally, this COVID pandemic shit finally got to me. I thought Friday was Saturday. Saturday, I thought... Friday was Saturday, which would be today. And I thought today was Sunday. Oh, you've been off a day for a couple days. Fuck yes. Damn, all right. It's so bad. I'm legitimately considering sitting out our session for D&E tomorrow. I legit need to, like, decompress. Are you seriously? I need to decompress off the fucking internet for at least a day. If I'm literally this discombobulated on the days of the week, I'm I'm not gonna function properly during our match, our session. All right. <laughs> everything is like coming like, everything is just like, like, God damn it! All right, I didn't want to announce it here. Um, All right. Well, I guess uh, I guess we'll push it next week. I am the. Cal State Dominguez Hills, my alma mater. Esports League Sportscaster. Esportscaster. Yes, congratulations on that. And it's been a fucking whirlwind. They had me doing video cuts, timestamps, and then I'm guest wrangling for Artist Talk Season 4. Where we were supposed to be doing Night Owl. Right. And we, and we got Night Owl this Tuesday instead. Um... To which you still have not gave your songs for our episode, or for our broadcast Tuesday. That is true. That is true. Uh, but, like I said, this week for you has been unkind. And so for me. Cause, oh, real. Because mentally, oh my fucking God. I'm all, I'm all over the fucking place. We'll, we'll see how I am by tomorrow. Because it's what, 9 o'clock we were going to be on? Uh, We were going to be on at 7. Oh, Jesus Christ. Or actually, yeah, theoretically seven. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, that means I'm at the cook dinner early. All right, okay. We good. We good. Well, we good. I mean, it, well, here's the thing: if you are gonna, if you are gonna skip, please let me know sooner rather than later because I need to like communicate that to everybody. Because we will push because I can't have you miss session one. Like, if we need to push, we'll push, but I can't have you miss such one. I can't do that one without you, man. We can say I'm in a brothel. 
Yeah, super um, not true. <laughs> I'm in a brothel. Um, it has been encased in lie. And I'm slowly making my way out. It would be about a week. <laughs> do you do you actually want me to write it to where you don't join in session one? Or do you, do you want to play in session one? I think for... No, I'll play in session one because I need to get the my bearings correct in because i mean come on i'm still a new no i got you that's why i don't want you to miss sesh one <laughs> like i said if we gotta push we'll push but just let me know sooner rather than later especially because it's last minute nah nah yeah i'll be there i'll i'll be there but i won't be there <laughs> But I'll be there. Now, <laughs> last topic. Here are all the games that was announced for um, the PlayStation Showcase event. Final Fantasy 16, which looks really good. It, it looks really good. But this was running on a PC, not a PS5. Just right off the bat. It was running off. Final Fantasy 16 was running off a PC, not a PS5. Yeah. So it shows the power of how the PS5 is going to um the PC this first port of the game is going to look. But on top of that, there's no release date for Final Fantasy 16 because they're also in production on Final Fantasy Remake Volume 2. Mm. So they're working on Part 2 and Final Fantasy 16 at the same time. And okay. Plus this is Square Enix. Whenever their fucking games ever out on time. <laughs> Practically. Now we mentioned Miles Morales. We already said it. Seventy dollars for the um, for the edition to get Spider Man and four. But if you don't want either or, you can get it. All right, this is what they probably say because you're gonna probably be like, "What the fuck you're talking about?" All right. Huh. Miles Morales Spider-Man will cost $50, but you can get the deluxe edition that includes the remastered version of Spider-Man for only $70. It's confirmed to be a PS5 launch game on November 12th, and it will also be on the PS4. Those who buy this version, the $70 version, will get upgraded for free to the PS5. The next game that was shown, Hogwarts Legacy. This is what we, when I talked about the <sighs> damn it, Gina Carano. I'm I'm legit. I'm legit sad. I'm, I'm legit sad. Ah, uh, but I'm not sad about J.K. Rowling. Fuck J.K. Rowling. And oh yeah, and the fucker who's heart Hagrid. Fuck you too. He supports J.K. Rowling in her um, decisions. Oh god. Yep. Have fun liking Hagrid now, motherfuckers. <laughs> if you're at this part of the episode, thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe. I did not say this at the top of the episode. Make sure you subscribe and follow the John Contraband Robot on SoundCloud and Spotify. On spot on our Spotify feed, we have Artist Talk series featuring me. <laughs> and you have the John Contraband Robot show, which is us. And on top of that, and also if you want to listen to our type, our love for music, the Night Owl Show on the KDHR spot, um, podcast feed on Spotify as well. Yes. We we post every episode every Monday. 
and Artist Talk is now taking up our review spot every Wednesday. I'm currently in production on season four of Artist Talk, which will be uh, sometime November, December. Okay. Back to Harry Potter. <laughs> um, Avalanche Studios um, have been long rumored to be working on this Harry Potter game, which is now revealed. Um, the game is titled Hogwarts Legacy and is set during the 1800s. It's not set during Fantastic Beasts, nor is it set during um, the Harry Potter movies. I would have preferred it if it was set after the movies. I mean, like, it would be cool to have the robe with some chucks on, you know, modern clothes, but I get, I get it, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that dude with the with the eye and that weird ass cat, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I'm trying to. Re- Why can't I remember any freaking name right now? Well, he's in the game. He was also okay. he's also the narrator for the game. You can uh, see, you can see how he looked in the year 1800. Damn. Before he had his cat too. Um, it is here that um. You get the learn. You get the custom learn and customize your own spells. Team up with iconic characters. You get the tame Fantastic Beasts, no pun intended. Uh-huh. Um, you get the explore <laughs> um, Diagon Alley at its formation. You get to roam around the land of Hogwarts. Um, you can create your own character, but like every Harry Potter game, you're gonna get sorted into a house. This is gonna be interesting. If okay, I, so if, how are they going to do the sorting then? I don't. They're not going to talk about it until we get closer to a release, which would be twenty twenty one. Okay. I'll just say this: like I said, I don't really care for Harry Potter, so wherever I go, I go. I yeah. Have, I have no. I have no allegiance whatsoever. Now I have friends. My allegiance feels no bounds. Now I have friends who are like Team Hufflepuff, Team Gryffindor, Team Ravenclaw, Team Slytherin. They're like, I've already done been sorted. I'm like, fuck all y'all. I don't care. Just give me the game. <laughs> Alright, just fuck your houses. Just give me the goddamn game. And what if you get in Hufflepuff? Then I'm in Hufflepuff. Alright, I don't care. It's a fucking game. As long as I can wear black, I'm fine. As long as I can cast spells, I'm gonna be having fun. I'm creating death spells. Fuck this shit. Next, <laughs> next game. I don't give a fuck about it, but I know y'all do. Demon Souls remake. Um, they said something about um, this one's kind of yeah. Um, the game footage is from software. That's the name of the company, from software. I'm not making a joke here, people. Oh, seriously. <laughs> During the Sony um latest PS5 showcase was shown. That mostly the introductory areas of the classic game from From Software Action RPG rendered completely in new detail, including a look at a new giant boss, a nearly instant transition um, bonfires due to the PS5 solid state drive. Naturally, it also includes um, footage of the player character getting killed by a boss. Like Spider Man Miles Morales, the game will be out. This November twelfth. Damn. Demon Souls remake is a launch title. <laughs> Shit. And then anybody who saw the video, 
the person was intentional to make it look like it was easy because yeah. dude got his ass it's a boss I mean come on you you are paid to take an L take because it is like <laughs> boxing if you take this L you mean we can make some money so he took an L and he made some money by taking an L yeah I bet you he was sitting there like I can't believe I gotta lose I could easily beat this boss fuck it <laughs> I'm getting a paycheck either way it wasn't me though God of War <laughs> it was revealed but it's called God of War Ragnarok getting the next one in on that sometime 2022 <laughs> don't expect that for a bit and that was pretty much it if I'm forgetting anything oh Devil May Cry 5 uh, special edition there are people bitching about it look let me keep it 100 this is Capcom's MO alright this is, this is their MO they wait till the game been out a year, year and a half. In this case, Devil May Cry Five, and then they have uh-huh. the fucking gall to brew a special edition instead of making it a fucking update or a paid DLC. They make you buy a whole the whole game over again with the extra content. I don't. I never fucking forgot that Street Fighter Four and their Marvel vs. Capcom Three bullshit. <laughs> I will never, and this is and this is going on now ten years. I will never been burned and etched in your brain. Ever play another Capcom game again? That's why I would never play Devil May Cry. I would never play Castlevania. I would none of that shit. And even if it's on the NES, I intentionally pass over it on the SNES um uh the service on the Switch. That's still giving, oh, yeah? that's giving in to Capcom, so fuck them. Huh. Assholes. Um, Deathloop showed a new trailer. It looks good, but I, I'm i not a big fan of those uh, stealth first-person games. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Five Nights... Holy shit, Five Nights at Freddy's. Rendered in a pit... Oh, fuck. It's called Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. That looks... Wow. Really? It looks good. It, even it is, it is a minuscule teaser, but what they show how it's rendered for the PS5, it, look, it really does look good. I, I honestly can't believe it's still that popular, but I mean, I guess. Right? It's, it's a lot of neons. I like The neons pop. It really do. I like no. that. It really does. Um, almost, giving a, almost giving a Far Cry Blood Dragon kind of thing. Oh, yes. That's like that was one of the main things people had said. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops War, Cold War. All right, y'all got me. I'm gonna play it. I haven't played a Call of Duty game since Modern Warfare Two. What Are I play, you really? Well, I play multiplayer. No. Well, I stick with the campaign. Yes. Fair enough. I, I'm I'm legit. If it's Tony Hawk, I will. If it's Tony Hawk, Smash Brothers, and Mario Party, or Mario Kart. I reproach the conversation of playing co-op with anyone. Mm-hmm. If it's a multiplayer game shooter, like, or Mass Effect, or when Mass Effect and Dragon Age had multiplayer, no, I would nah. no, don't ask me to play with you. Fuck off. If it's GTA Five, all right, maybe I'll play online with you. But multiplayer games, no. 
I don't want to play with anyone. I don't want to play with anyone in the world. I don't want to hear nobody's fucking voice. It's like the general the general vibe that you give off when you play games is fuck off. It is. <laughs> it's just, just fuck the fuck off. How you fuck off, I feel like fuck off. Just fuck off. I don't care. Just fuck off. Don't ask me to play online with you. All right. If it's Mario Kart, let's go. We can have fun. If it's Mario Party, prepare to curse me out because I will be stealing your stars. Yeah. Uh, there's no like Mario Kart. Mario Party is like Mario, um, like Monopoly. There is no friends in this dojo. No, and no survivors. There's, there's, there's no friends in this dojo. You can, <laughs> you, you're getting your day ruined in Mario Party and Monopoly. All right. There will be fights. Dude, yeah. it's been so long since I played Monopoly or Mario Party. Now that I think about it, tables will be flipped. Punches will be thrown. People will cry in a fetal position. So note to self, never play that game with you. Got it. <laughs> uh, play at your own risk. <laughs> no, I don't want that risk. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, Sma- <laughs> Smash Brothers is kind of either or. I don't have every single character. The gall of these motherfuckers making these characters hard to unlock. Like, when the fuck Wolf Clay... Like, I know this was... Uh, if y'all watch RDC World, which I should, because they throw, pull out some good content. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, theirs was, like, um, the char- the the main lead of RDC World. Um, his name is Mark. He's playing Smash Brothers. And he's about to unlock Wolf, and he's all ecstatic, like Wolf is my motherfucker. He's he's my motherfucker. And the Wolf, you in order if you have if you haven't played Smash Brothers, fair warning. If you want to unlock said character, you need to fight them. Yes. And if you get your ass whooped, you have to do another match somewhere else in order to unlock that temple to get them again. And and this and this and also, let's say you you don't get them. You get another character like Sonic. Oh, they still yeah. there. So, which means after you beat Sonic, you then you can go back to any of the ones you did not unlock because they're now saved until you can get back to them. Now, I unlock. I think I, I think I got Mega Man. That's the last. Yeah. One. Mega Man and Sonic are the two I, unlo- I unlocked it. Nice. Jesus. I honestly me. like. I honestly like playing as Sonic. Ness. Oh, that little bit. I never liked the mother. All right, I never liked the Earth. Dude, family. Ness. Now, Ness is so powerful if you can get that technical down. Earthbound, Ness, and Lloyd. No, was it Lucas or Lloyd? Lucas. 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 When the fuck these two little motherfuckers became so OP? They've always been OP, dude. I remember Lucas uh, Ness being fucking OP even '64, man. Bush, I I worked that little motherfucker with, with Mario, Samus, Captain Falcon. Fox, Falcon. It's because back then nobody don't know how to play him. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if you know how to play him now. You're getting worked. You're, getting, you're catching these hands. Everyone, mm. if you want to play as Ness, come at me. You're going to be catching these hands. All right, all right. All right. I'll take that challenge. And I, and once again, like I said before, I'm not telling anyone what's my mains in Smash Brothers because that means you're going to assume you know how I'm going to play. No, 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 no. Y'all never know who I'm going to play as. Alright? So, there you go. Just know, when you catch these hands, don't get mad. This person who barely plays video games, me, 
can you still whip your ass? Holler at me if it's Tony. Now, if you're a person who plays Tony Hawk, you can do million point, uh, million point tricks. I can see to you. Those, <laughs> those who have not played Tony Hawk religiously, oh, you got you're gonna get this work. Yeah, I, I well, I sold my all my Tony Hawk games to my brother, which means I have to ask my younger brother, can I play said Tony Hawk games? Mm-hmm. But I still consistently play Tony Hawk games, and the <laughs> and the remake. And yeah, I'm taking a break from the remake. I know you were all over that for a good little bit there. You want to know why I took it a break? Why? Everybody agrees with me. Tony Hawk Downhill Jam. What in the actual fuckity fuck fuck? I don't remember that fucking level being that fucking hard. To get everything. Mother's like, just focus on one. Motherfucker, when you playing Tony Hawk, you're not focused on one challenge. You're focusing on multiples. Yeah, you're focusing on the whole thing. And when you do try to focus on one, you're wasting minutes because you can't get to a specific fucking spot. And when the in this one that was irking the shit out of me, it has to be the controls, because I'm I'm properly hitting the control to hit an air wall. It keeps on doing the fucking Christ air, motherfucker. It, I, I'm like, mm-hmm. I haven't played Tony Hawk in two weeks. <laughs> I have not. People has come out to challenge me, and I said, "Give me time." Because every time I look at it, I am reminded why I like Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four and Underground more. I never liked the forward momentum mechanic on Tony Hawk Pro Skater One, Two, and part of Three, because Three technically introduced the mechanic of you getting off your board, but you still had the forward momentum when you had. On from one through three, four and um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Underground came came with the mechanic where you have to actually kick push to start. Oh, okay. And they had the mechanic where yes, you see the skater actually kicking and pushing, but the mm-hmm. for, but the forward momentum is still there, but it's still like oh, I, I'm kick pushing technically. Yeah. Skate is also done the same thing where it was more technical, like a, like an actual skateboarding game, and not fantastical like the Tony Hawk series. That's why mm-hmm. I like three, I like four, partially three, but four and Thug more than one and two. The only reason why I'm playing one and two is the nostalgia of it. Like they doing everything that I want, but it's not like what I want. <laughs> like it's it's it is, it is fun to. Like the classic level, the mall level. Yeah, it is isn't indicative of today. All malls are being shut down, so the mall that was very prominent back in the day is now a shut down, tore down mall that you're playing, run down mall that you're playing in. Um, school two, um, which is now in, I did not know it was in Miami, Florida. <laughs> now I know because they got the famous um uh, leap of faith. If you're gonna skate off. To get into to go down to the um the bottom floor of the school, it's in Florida. I'm like, what? I didn't know. Damn. I, I'm I'm shocked. And like modern schools, there's bungalows all over the like, like back in the day when there was bungalows, 
in the um if you went to school in LA or hell, LA, Florida, New York, you had a bungalow on your on your playground. Yeah, it was always it was always that uh temporary building that never went away. Yeah. So they brought th those were there and they look more modern like in the, if you were at a school that had those bungalows, they're now actual classrooms. Like they turned the bungalow into an actual building. They did that. And I'm like, oh fuck. And you see now like um like kids paintings drawings on these walls now i'm like holy fucking shit the power like this is just a ps4 game like imagine if this was on the ps5 right damn seeing all these classic skaters back i'm like fuck we are old <laughs> <laughs> like holy fuck like there's there's uh four new professional skaters two i think three of them around your age one is younger than you. If I remember correctly. Meanwhile, I'm just sitting over here. <laughs> and then I remember... Not being, Tony not being a student. And here's the thing. Riley Hawk, Tony Hawk's son, is in the game. When the game came out, I was 14 when the game came out. He, his oldest son had to be about... I want to say... He was super... I know he's like in his... I think he's like in his late... 20s but he was like I'm older than him though mm -hmm. the fact that you see this kid well he's not a kid but back in the day you seems like with his father learning how to skate and now he's a professional skater under the um, I think he's under Nike while Tony Hawk is under Vans it's still like holy fuck look at this like like, if they wanted to, they can get, well, his son is not as popular as his father, but still, you can tell You got some multi-generation stuff going. Yeah. The game is literally, if you like Nigel, Nigel Houston has been in Tony Hawk games before. And if y'all played mm -hmm. Thug, not Thug, um, I, think, I legit forgot what was Nigel Houston's first appearance in the Tony Hawk game. But he's been, he's been skateboarding since he was 12. He's been this kid. Him and Ryan Sheckler has been professional skateboarders since they were twelve. Damn. And wait, look, is that when they say they started writing, or when they were quote unquote professional? Professional. Wow. Wow. Yeah, Ryan Sheckler is like thirty-two. Yeah, I remember. Thirty-one, thirty-two. Magic Houston mm -hmm. is like twenty-six, twenty-seven. So they've been skating since the age of twelve, like respectively. Uh, like I know at different times though, but still, they was like skating since their preteens, professionally mm -hmm. at that. Like I, I remember seeing Ryan Sheckler in the X Games as a teenager. Nigel yeah, I, I, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I vaguely remember that. And then Nigel Houston was like twelve, thirteen, and twelve in the X Games. Which which is iconic just for them two alone. So um, yeah, and then you still got to give it up to um, not Chad not Chad Muska because he he went through some shit. Green Camel with some shit, but um, oh my god, I can't wait. Forgot his fucking name. He's the Godfather of manual skateboarding. Oh fuck. I'm honestly not sure on that one. Rodney Mullen. <laughs> Rodney Mullen. Oh okay. Dude is like I think almost sixty, and you just look at a recent video of him doing these classic tricks. 
people keep sleeping on um, Jason Lee. Jason Lee mm-hmm. is a form is semi professional because he technically retired. He's technically retired, but go on Jason Lee Twitter, um, Instagram. He puts out some solid. He's now currently putting out some solid skateboarding um, videos of him going back to skating. Oh damn! He still has professional. He still um, he has his own skateboarding company called Stereo Boards. He still has professional boards being released. Oh, cool! Very nice. So, like, everybody's like, "Come on, Jason Lee, just come back to skate again." Like, he created the heel flip. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. He like him. Um, I think he was the first person to do a kick flip. Like, like, wait, wait, really? I think if I remember correctly, he created two tricks that now people are using today. He's been he was a professional skateboarder since 1992. So this is mm-hmm. this is before Chasing Amy, before Dogma, before Mall Rats, like before he started acting. I think he did Mall Rats in 96, 97, but he okay. was he was still labeled as a professional skater by that point though. And he's still technically labeled as a professional skater but semi-retired. Oh, got you. And he's been in two Tony Hawk games as well. Okay. But I'm like, if there's a new Tony Hawk game, oh, come on, we all know 3 and 4 is going to come out. Cause this Especially is- now that this is, like, really successful. Oh, yeah. Bring Jason Lee back. We had Jack Black as Officer Dick in this one. It makes sense. Like, you have, Jason Lee has all his old skate videos up. You can easily just go back and have him mocap, and and he can be Officer Officer Dick, Part Two. He doesn't have to be Jason Lee. <laughs> he's an actor. He's he's out there campaigning for another um, final season of My Name Is Earl. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Damn. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, like, it's been so long since I even thought of that show, honestly. And he said it's on Hulu, so I might jump back on My Name Was Earl. Because um, cause I think we talked about it before. Ethan Supley. Mm-hmm. Dude is ripped. Like, yeah, he, he like lost a lot of weight, right? Like he got he got really shredded, if I recall. Yep. Oh, man. Nostalgia. For real. And with that, that's the end of our episode. <laughs> thank you for listening if you listen to this whole two hours of nothingness me jumping in being vermintly anti-co-op <laughs> and then talking about my love for the Tony Hawk series and me being a former skater um, I don't care what anyone says I, I for those three months I was good even though I sucked I was still Nah, I couldn't bust a kick. Look. <laughs> I almost gave myself <laughs> a concussion. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. But I did taught skaters how to skate. That... See, there you go. As long as you can teach others. But to this day, I saw someone. We're going to go. But um, I did see someone. that I can't believe they recognized me from high school. It was like, oh, man, I remember you posing. I was like, what the fuck did you just call me? I was like, I know the fuck you just did not call me a poser. I have not been called a poser since high school, since ninth grade. 
That sticks with you. Like that's one of those that just sticks with you. It's like a it's like a verbal scar on that. Yeah. So, poser or not, skateboarding still hard. Vance forever. <laughs> also, Vance. I mean, you are looking for new artists to work on your shoes. I mean, like, hello. I, I, I know a guy who'd be really good at that. Like, I could design some patterns for y'all. You know, just I only got one stipulation: make your all-weather shoes for big-footed people. God damn it! I like to walk around in the rain with some Vans on, but not where I have to feel like I'm on a slip on the fucking pavement. <laughs> like Jesus, they have legit. I'm, we're gonna go, but still, I'm, I'm gonna do this mini rant. Vans has an all-weather shoe. Like. It's slip resistant. You can walk in the snow with them. And they look like regular Vans old schools. Damn. But guess what size they go up to? Uh, uh, I'm assuming not large enough. Not large enough. Now, yes, I made fun of people, men specifically, bitching that they can't get a size 12 in a Captain Marvel shoe. Mm-hmm. This, is not, this is not a Captain Marvel situation. This is a... I'm in the rain in Los Angeles type of situation. Vans don't travel well in the rain. And I don't want to wear boots. Vans, you have shoes that are rain res- water resistant, snow resistant, and they can be walked in the snow and the rain. And on ice when it's slippery as fuck in New York. I haven't been to New York, but I heard it's slippery as fuck. Gimme, 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 gimme. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, this is the John Cosgrove Robot. Once again, I'm your host, Desi is Dead. That's the Damon Lama writer. You can catch this episode this coming Monday, September 21st. Ha-ha. Um, this coming Wednesday, we have um, Artist Talk, episode three with Cynthia Flores. That was a good episode. We get to talk about her tattooing career and her being a student artist. Um, last episode we had was Allison Garcia. If you were listening to the episode, you know that a mailman of all people convinced her to go back to school. Hear more Damn. on that. A mailman convinced her to go back to school. So go back and listen to that episode before you listen to Cynthia's episode. Hell, listen to every single episode a person I've interviewed. And yes, it's mainly focused on women this whole entire season because we need to hear more women's voices, not us men, especially women of color. But you can catch this on Amen. Thank you. Catch us on Spotify, SoundCloud. And until next time, press on with pride, press on with purpose, and fuck the transphobes.